0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. On Tuesday night, I was with the young adult group of St. Wilfred's, and there were some young adults present who had never really entered into Holy Week. They hadn't had much experience of it. And what they did know, they said, well, I know that when I was a kid, I went to the church and It was all about my sins and how unworthy I am. And I began to explain the three days that we're about to embark on. And the young man said, I never knew that there was a night that was all about dedicating ourselves to love. And had I known that, maybe I would have been at the church more often. Tonight, we enter into one of the earliest traditions of the Christian faith. We can trace it back generation after generation. It's that act of remembering the last days of Jesus here on earth. Generations of Christians tonight have done what we are going to do and are doing what we are going to do. We're gathering together to begin these three days, recounting the Last Supper. Sharing in the Last Supper, celebrating at the altar, consecrating for the last time before Easter, Holy Eucharist. This is an important part of our time together. We hear Jesus calling us to the table saying, do this in remembrance of me. But what is Maundy Thursday? What is it? You can trace it back to the Latin Vulgate translation of the Bible where Jesus gives the novum mandatum. It's where mandi, mandatum, comes from. A new commission, a new order, a new command. Love one another. And he says that we can find the example of that presence of love in the bread and the wine... And he also displays that by washing the disciples' feet. On Sunday, Father Michael suggested that we enter into this Holy Week letting our minds be that of Christ Jesus, seeing things, those stories we've heard over and over again as Christians from a new perspective. So tonight, I invite you to join me and looking at the gospel, first through the eyes of Jesus, to actually imagine you are Jesus in that room. And don't worry, I'll take you through a guided meditation if you're confused about how in the world you could get into that mind. And then from there, I want you to open your own eyes of faith and see this night with your entire being. So, we're going to all have an active role tonight in piecing out the gospel that we just heard in this adapted guided meditation. So, I'll join you. Get relaxed. It's helpful to put your feet on the floor, be comfortable. Close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, and hold it, and then breathe out. Be still. Let go of all the distractions. Let your worries fly away. Breathe in. Hold and breathe out. Breathe in. Hold and breathe out. Imagine. Through the eyes and mind of Jesus Himself. You are in a very simple room, sitting at a table with food and friends. It's been such a long week, and you know your fate. You know that you are going to die. How will you spend the last hours? Of your life your disciples they're so full of emotion The emotions are so different from your own so your mind wanders on the past weeks and days you remember when you raised Lazarus from the dead it was incredible After that, everyone started to follow you. And you just kept doing the will of your father, but every time you did it, what you knew was right seemed to cause great upheaval. Everything was changing. How does all this change make you feel? People with long-held religious traditions. You watched them desert their faith and turn to you. So you insisted that the disciples get to the heart of it all, prepare for the Passover. You wanted them to see what it's all about. That the most important thing should be love. And here you are, at this table for the last time. Look at that table. It's all so well prepared. Such order, such simple detail. Without saying a word, you stand up. You strip down to a simple cloth. You make yourself, you who everyone had just lauded as king, to be a slave. You come around to Peter, you begin washing the dust and dirt from his feet he begins to protest and you barely hear it you assure him one day he'll understand this is what it's all about to be here to nourish and wash people in grace and love even in this room, as someone who will betray you, will lead you to death, you can't help but love even him. What needs to be said? What needs to be done? It's the last night. Now imagine, through your own eyes, you, just as you are, your entire being, you are in that very simple room, sitting at a table with food and friends. You see Jesus, Peter, John, all the other apostles are there too. You are remembering the Passover together. You're nervous about what will happen to Jesus at this festival. Sit back, look around the table. How does it feel to be with friends? feeling these mixed emotions. Notice Jesus getting up. He takes his cloak off, ties a towel around his waist, He fills a bowl with water. He walks over to Peter and kneels down. Watch Peter's face. The interaction between the two of them as Jesus washes Peter's feet. What seems to be happening? What are you hearing? How do you think Peter feels? The next thing you know, Jesus is picking up the bowl. Follow him with your eyes. Moving around the table. He's coming towards you. He kneels down looks into your eyes, reaches for your foot. Spend some time interacting with Jesus while he washes your feet. Jesus stands up in front of you. He moves to the person sitting next to you you are left there in your seat with your thoughts from your personal encounter with Jesus, name them. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? Jesus finishes with the last person at the table. He throws out the water, unties the towel, puts on his cloak, and sits down at the table. He takes some time to look around at the expressions of those who are there. What is the mood of the group? Jesus looks around at all of you. He says, do you understand what I just did for you? You address me as teacher and Lord, and fittingly enough, for this is what I am. But if I wash your feet, I who am teacher and Lord, then you must wash each other's feet. As I have done, so you must do. Just relax and think about what Jesus' words mean for you. It's time to come back to this space. Just continue to sit there. Gently roll your ankles. Wiggle your fingers. Shrug your shoulders. Open your eyes. Allow yourself time just to come back slowly.
1: Fellow servants of our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night before His death, Jesus set an example for His disciples by washing their feet, an act of humble service. He taught that strength and growth in the life of the Kingdom of God come not by power, authority, or even miracle, but by such lowly service. We all need to remember this example. Therefore, I invite you to share in the royal priesthood of Christ to come forward that I may recall whose servant I am by following the example of my master. But come remembering his admonition that what will be done for you is also to be done by you to others. For a servant is not greater than his master, nor is one who is sent greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. If you've been with us over these years, you know there are four stations. As you come forward this evening to have your feet washed, stay and wash the feet of the person who comes behind you. And continue in an attitude of prayer, remembering the service of Christ, the example of Christ, and our responsibility to minister to one another.